Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who's called Mal Evans, who's our roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What a long, strange year it has been. An extension of another long, strange year, which happened the year before. Wonderful to be with all of you in the Verdict community that whole time. This is Very Casual. I'm Michael Knowles. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz. has been strange, almost as strange as 2020. There's been a lot of political developments. These are in no particular order, but these are, this is a little list I compiled. We began the year, of course, with the Biden administration uh, being inaugurated. Then let's not forget President Trump was impeached again at the beginning of the mm. year. In mm-hmm. August, we had the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan, that horrible 13 mm. service members, U.S. service members were killed. We had infrastructure. We had you know, COVID from beginning to end. We had the Dobbs case before the Supreme Court. We had the Free Britney movement, Free Britney Spears from her uh, from her oppressive father. We had, you know, this exodus from California, Joe Rogan and Elon Musk. And you guys at the Daily Wire, you all left California. Um, we had we ended the year with Manchin saying no to build back better. Um, a lot of different things happened this year. The most important one, I think, I think we could all agree on this is Free Britney. Senator, I know this was a very important uh, issue for you. And I'm not going to say that you single-handedly uh, got Britney Spears' custodianship removed, but I'm not going to say you didn't either. Well, I, I got to say this, this, this podcast helped lead the way on that. And that's, that's a real victory. Uh, um, if you were predicting the impact of this pod two years ago, <laughs> as we were in a mm-hmm. basement in DC at one in the morning, um, helping free Britney Spears from her unjust confinement would not have been on the top 10 list. Uh, but no. but that, that was one of my favorite pods we've done where we, we broke down the, 
legal issues, the rules and, 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 and what conservatorship is and, and, and why it's abusive. Um, and, and, and I do think the points we made contributed to efforts a lot of other people were making too. Um, and, and we saw the court do the right thing and, and, and say she's a grown woman who has the right to make her own decisions in her own life. And, and that's, you know, on one level, it's, it's pop culture. Um, but on another level, it's right at the heart of the issues this podcast cares about, which is, which is mm-hmm. our rights to liberty protected under the Constitution. And, and, and that's what it was about. And so it was a nice intersection. And I'm glad we made it through the entire thing uh, with, with neither you nor I singing any Britney Spears songs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hit me, Senator, one more time. This, Liz, this does bring up a, a question, not just because you are a blonde lady, uh, but because uh, what Brittany was going through seems a little familiar. Do you ever feel like we've been in a, a sort of custody ship for the past couple of years, the, the Fauci guardianship where we're not allowed to control our own lives? Yes, that's that's why it's so fun. I mean, the senator's correct. It's so fun to see this crossover between conservative policies and politics and pop culture because, you know, this idea of limited government, this idea of individual liberty, I mean, it's best for everybody. It's not just best for old old Republicans. It's best for everybody in every situation. Um, and that certainly was true in the case of Britney Spears. Um, senator, let me ask you, though, about your home state of Texas. So your home state of Texas invited some pretty powerful people to leave California, which they did. Elon Musk, who was Time Magazine's Person of the Year, um, Joe Rogan, one of the biggest podcasts out there. I don't want to say the biggest because I know this podcast was number one. Um, moved to Texas because of the draconian government policies that were impeding their businesses. Well, you know, we are very glad to have them both in, in Texas, although I will note that, 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 that last year this podcast did beat Rogan for the number one ranking for, <laughs> uh, for, for an extended period of time. So, 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 so that we're not going to forget. My, Michael was convinced that, that, like, we'd hacked into the algorithm to make that happen. And we may have. I don't know. Look, with Elon, I, I still remember when, when California was, was getting more and more draconian with COVID. And, and he was publicly contemplating uh, moving. And, and he had, if I remember right, seven houses in California that he'd put them all on the market. Um, and, and, and I called him, spent about 45 minutes on the phone with him, was actually out walking my dog, was walking Snowflake uh, with my AirPods in, uh, talking to Elon Musk and saying, Elon, come to Texas. We want you in Texas. We like jobs. We will protect your freedom. We will protect your ability to run your business. We want you to come and bring lots of high-paying jobs and get away from the lunatics in California. And, and I got to say, it was a, a very good conversation. Uh, Elon was actually one of the, the first CEOs I, I met when I was elected to the Senate uh, in 2012. Elon came, came to D.C. and met with me in my basement office, when you're newly elected, they give you a temporary office that's down, or maybe it was it was like early on, you're in a little basement temporary office. And and he, you know, CEO of SpaceX, and, and I have been the leading Republican on space for many years, and so we have worked very closely together on those issues. But but we're glad to have Elon, we're glad to have Rogan, and, and we're glad to have lots of businesses coming. I, I will say Texans are always nervous about Californians coming, if they're coming for the right reasons, if they're coming to get away, get away from high taxes and high regulations and crazy leftists running their lives, come to Texas, 
but remember what it is you don't like and don't vote for the same numbskulls that screwed California up. Uh, protect our freedoms here and you are more than welcome in our state. Right. And we hope that's I mean, that is a pretty prevalent attitude in Texas to point out Californians. Hopefully they don't. I mean, hopefully California's a lesson learned. Both Michael and I uh, can't claim to have left this year. We left la- we both left last year. Senator, not that not to bring the mood down, but the withdrawal from Afghanistan at uh, obviously the Biden administration in charge of this. I, I know we've briefly talked about impeachment, but this this is not just a botched withdrawal in the sense that it was bad military policy or caused us a loss. This caused the death of 13 U.S. service members, and it shouldn't have. They were well aware that it would be this dangerous. They went ahead with um, the plan anyway. Looking back several months later, I mean, to me, it's shocking that this dropped out of the news as quickly as it did. Well, uh, and, and that wasn't accidental. That wasn't organic. Uh, the corporate media is corrupt and they're rabidly partisan. And so as Americans were dying, as the disaster was unfolding, they they had no choice but cover it for at least a moment or two. But they desperately wanted to change the subject. And if you remember, that's when Biden issued his illegal vaccine mandates, because they knew the media would all happily cover the mandates and suddenly ignore Afghanistan. And so the people left behind, they can't make the news. Uh, the disaster that played out, that doesn't make the news. And, and you know, amazingly, the Biden White House just gaslights the American people. And they say, oh, it was a tremendous success. And, and the media doesn't hold them to account at all. Um, you know, I will say I actually think a much better job of covering Afghanistan and foreign policy is this podcast. You know, just yesterday I was out in Phoenix at the Turning Point USA uh, big national conference. They had like 8,000 people there. It was pretty phenomenal. And I had a chance to address the crowd, big, energetic, excited crowd. And and afterwards, you know, one one fellow came up to me and said, hey, thank you for bringing up foreign policy and getting into foreign policy and national security and and you know particularly with young people because young people don't necessarily um hear a lot about the impact of foreign policy and national security and you know i was reflecting with him i said that's that's one of the things we try to do on on verdict is get into afghanistan where we had podcasts that did a deep dive on afghanistan what were the mistakes what what specifically caused the disaster? Nord Stream 2, we've done deep dives. Israel, we've done deep dives. Um, to try to walk China, we've done deep dives. This was one of the first sources uh, that walked through uh, the overwhelming evidence that COVID escaped from a Chinese government lab in Wuhan. And, and so foreign policy matters and keeping Americans safe matter. And I, I think this podcast frankly, does a much better job covering the details and facts and substance of it uh, than than do any of the major networks. Yeah, I mean, because we actually talk about it. So maybe the bar isn't isn't set too well, high true. by the other networks, but but um, n- not to diminish the work we do here. Just a reminder for all you Verdict with Ted Cruz super fans out there, we are extending our sale in our merch shop to January 15th. You get 20% off if you use the promo code CHEERS. That is all the way through January 15th. You can go to verdictwithtedcruz.com slash shop to get all the good cactus merch that we've got going on there. That's verdictwithtedcruz.com slash shop. Promo code CHEERS for 15% or 20% off through January 15th. 
Michael, something serious, um, something something that we ought to talk about happened. It, it was news from the White House just this week. Uh, Joe Biden got rid of his dog, Major. Now, he said that he rehomed the dog because the dog wasn't suitable for the White House. But I think we all know the dog was biting Secret Service agents and uh, other visitors to the White House. Not only did they get rid of the dog, sent him to a farm, I guess. I don't know. Um, they brought in a new puppy. What do you make of this? This is a great wedge issue. You know, there aren't that many wedge issues where you can separate your opponent from their supporters. And I think this would be one of them because PETA and the animal activists are up in arms that Joe Biden is not adopting a mutt from the pound. He's apparently getting sort of higher end dogs. And so I, I think this is a great opportunity on a, on a very, very important issue and probably one of the few national issues that Joe Biden is aware of these days. I'm not sure that he knows much of what's going on in foreign policy or in the economy, or the lockdowns, but he does probably see his dog. And so I think we've got to go pedal to the metal and keep pushing this very important issue. And uh, Senator, I, this might be a question that was prompted from uh, the great and powerful Jay Hay. It might be a question I invented. I'm not, I'm going to plead the fifth here and not tell you, are we ever going to do an episode on Bitcoin? Absolutely. No, no, that we're going to do a deep dive on Bitcoin and crypto. Um, and, and that will be coming in, in, in the new year. Very important issue. Let, let me go back to the, to the question uh, previously uh, on, on, More on Major. Uh, and I got to say, Snowflake and I are both outraged. We are pissed. <laughs> um, and, 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 you know, unlike Biden's highfalutin dogs, you, you know, Snowflake is a rescue. Um, and I got to say, this is a broader morality play. That, 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 that it reveals that if you displease your totalitarian democratic masters, they will get rid of you. They will shop mm -hmm. you out to someone else. <laughs> they will send you to the vet to get fixed and then discard you for somebody else they have bred specifically to satisfy their desires. And, and I'm slightly yep. tongue in cheek in that, but, but in some ways I'm not. This got dark really quick. <laughs> well, we just get, this is a very important point. You know, people are always saying that the Republicans are the fat cats. No way. We're the party of the working class. We're the party of ordinary Americans. We're the party of rescue dogs. And those plutocrats in the White House, they're the ones breeding their fancy shepherds. Senator, who named, who named your dog Snowflake? So our girls. I've got two little girls and our dog is a, a white fluff ball. And, and so Caroline and Catherine named him Snowflake. We, we have three pets. We have a dog named Snowflake. Uh, we have a cat named Topsy and we have a little kitten uh, named Marmalade and the girls have named all three. Um, Dad doesn't even get a vote in the names. And, and uh, you, you know, I, I, I will say when it, when it comes to pets, like it's a strange, you know, it reminds me of the old joke of, of, of the man walking down a country road in, in France and there's an old French farmer standing by the side of the road with a, with, with a dog and, and the man walking says, D does your dog bite? And the French farmer goes, no, he does not. The guy reaches down to pet the dog and the dog bites him and he's bleeding and he looks at him and he goes, w what's wrong with you? You told me your dog didn't bite. And the farmer looks at him and goes, that is not my dog. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Well, the the political crossover between the name, I know that maybe it was a name given uh, the the appearance of the dog being white and fluffy, but the political crossover snowflake, I just, 
you know, had to ask on behalf of, of the cactus crew, if that, mm-hmm. if, if you had a hand in that, or if you uh, delegated that to your daughters. So we actually named snowflake before snowflake became a thing before it was a political mm-hmm. term. Um, we got snowflake. Oh, 2014, 2014 or 2015, I think it was. And so snowflake wasn't yet really a term. I I think it was later than that, that it became like a a buzzword for these sensitive, fragile lefties. So when the girls named him, they just thought it was a cute name for a white furry dog. The same thing happened to me with my goldfish, uh, pansexual Latinx. We named her years (laughs) and years ago. And then now, now it's become a hot button issue. I can't tell you the story about my goldfish because I, my parents got me a goldfish when I was what, like three years old. I named her Tiffany. I have no idea why, but she died the day after I got her because I had fished her out of the tank to give her a hug. And you know, she didn't have the capacity to receive my love. So that was the end of pet ownership for me. Well, I I, I hope you buried her in a little blue box. (laughs) We gave her a a sailor, a sailor's funeral, if you will, (laughs) A, a good old flush. (laughs) <laughs> um, Michael, I would be remiss if I don't ask you about the biggest event that happened in uh, in your year in 2021. I mean, this is a life changing event when you, mm. uh, you know, you go from just being married to, um, you know, starting a family and now you're a Bitcoin millionaire. Tell us about that. That's true. <laughs> that was probably the most important step, except the problem is this. I'm no longer a billionaire. I was really excited uh, because for a, a brief moment on Coinbase, I had invested a very small amount of money. I don't know anything in crypto. I guess we'll get into it in a later episode. I invested a, a really tiny, just kind of a, a gamble. And then I, I looked at my Coinbase and it said it was worth $7.7 billion. So I had penned these obnoxious, furious resignation letters. I was going to send them to Jeremy Boring, Ben Shapiro, Senator Cruz. I was just going to go off into the sunset on my yacht. And then I tried to cash it out and it was only worth 48 bucks. So uh, I'm, I'm back at work. Uh, that's good. We're, uh, my, my kid is not going to be able to have his own island somewhere. He's probably going to have to work as well, which I guess is probably good for our souls in the long run. Well, wishing everybody uh, lots and lots of fortune in the new year. Uh, Maybe that means $7 billion of Bitcoin. Maybe that means a new family. Maybe that means some big political wins that we're seeing at the Capitol, uh, many of which are being pushed by the host of this show. So thank you very much. On behalf of uh, Liz and Senator Cruz, I'm Michael Knowles. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz. By the way, don't forget our tremendous giveaway in honor of the two-year anniversary of Verdict. If we reach 15,000 members on Verdict Plus by January 21st, January 21st being, of course, the anniversary, the inaugural episode of Verdict with Ted Cruz, then we will bring one Verdict Plus member to a live taping of Verdict. Now, you don't have to pay anything. This is an unpaid all you have to do is join the Verdict Plus community at verdictwithtedcruz.com slash plus. If we reach 15,000 members by January 21st, maybe you will be invited to a live taping of Verdict. Also on YouTube, we will be selecting 15 random people who leave comments on episode 100. That's episode 100 on YouTube. 15 random people we will be selecting to get a box of Verdict merch from the Verdict merch store. We're talking about sweet cactus hats. We're talking about t-shirts. We're talking about stickers. Really cool stuff. You could be one of the 15 lucky people. Head on over to our YouTube channel and leave comments. 15 of you are going to get a box of Verdict merch. 
and perhaps the most fun. This isn't exactly a giveaway, but it's even better. If we get to 50,000 reviews on Apple Podcasts, that means that you go over, you subscribe to the show, Verdict with Ted Cruz, you leave us a five-star rating, you give us a glowing, obviously great uh, review over there. If we get to 50,000 reviews, then we're going to do a poll to see exactly what uh, Michael and Senator Cruz are going to do in 2022. These are the options. And by the way, shout out to Real Truth Cactus for this idea. These are the options. Either the senator wears a Braves jersey for a whole episode, that's option number one. Option number two, Michael and the Senator arm wrestle. I'm very biased, but this one's my favorite. Uh, option number three, the cactus makes a guest appearance on our show. Or option number four, Michael roasts Princeton and the Senator roasts Yale in a throwdown episode. 50,000 reviews on Apple Podcasts and this, you will be in control of one of the episodes in 2022. Head on over to Apple, subscribe, give us a great review. And those are our giveaways for the two-year anniversary of Verdict with Ted Cruz. This episode of Verdict with Ted Cruz is being brought to you by Jobs, Freedom, and Security PAC, a political action committee dedicated to supporting conservative causes, organizations, and candidates across the country. In 2022, Jobs, Freedom, and Security PAC plans to donate to conservative candidates running for Congress and help the Republican Party across the nation. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another round. We had a big bear of a man who was called Mal Evans, who was on roadie. And uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? Listen to season two of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 